Hopefully some of that scripture sounded familiar. Something about a mustard seed. Y'all ever seen a mustard seed? What it really looks like? Really? I had one when I lost it. I just thought it was like losing my best friend because of the parable. I used to, you know, it was comforting to have it. Interesting. I never, I never knew that. Real tea tiny are these seeds. When I graduated from high school, I graduated from high school, the church presented me with a Bible. And of course it said, it had a little, parable, a little snippet about the mustard seed, and in it, Scotch Tate was a tiny mustard seed. Tiny mustard seed. So it got me to thinking, again, we're sort of on this same theme of planting stuff. Things that start off real small and blossom into something much bigger. Hopefully that's how the Christian walk has been for you. That it starts off very slow, very... When you finally came to know who Jesus was in your life, what God meant in your life, kind of how all this stuff sort of swirls about and comes together, some of you still may be on that journey. I am. Just because you wear a collar doesn't mean you understand all the mysteries of the Bible. I will never claim to know all that. That's why I Bible, that's why I do Bible study, that's why I read on a daily basis. That's why I pray on a daily basis. For better understanding of kind of what's going on and how these stories... It's one of the things about a preacher. You hope that they have the ability to take the stories from the Bible and bring them forward. Because if not, they just say little quaint stories that are in the Bible. Let's talk about this mustard seed. Jesus talks about it's a small little seed that actually grows into a large bush, shrub... Even the birds of the air can make their nest. So I got to thinking about this seed and what this means. Where do you find security, safety, solace, respite? We give it all sorts of words. Where is it in your life that you find that? That's what the birds of the air were looking for, a place of home. Looking for a place that they could nest, raise a family, go on about their business and possibly come back the next year and do the exact same thing. So where do you find that place that you feel most secure? One of the places I find is here, in this very place, church, this very building. I feel safe and secure. The presence of the holy is definitely here. Do you feel it? Can you breathe it in? Can you taste it? Can you see it? In the faces of those that are sitting around you. That security is a big thing. To find that place where you know God exists, God resides, and you can literally reach out and touch it. Feel it. Most of us come from different faith traditions. But hopefully this is where you find that place within you. That mustard seed has to be planted. We've talked about that. So, what seeds have you planted in this past week? But that's what we're supposed to do. If by professing the Christian faith, we are to bring others to Christ. How do you do that? 
I'll tell you how I did it this week. You know, one of the things that you try to do in a new area is go to a different restaurant. You know, check out the scope of things. I mean, yes, it all bases itself around food. But, you know, you think you have a chance to encounter with someone when you don't. I'm truly convinced that coincidence doesn't actually exist. It's God moments. God steps in, intervenes, and goes, I want you to meet this person. Because there's something I want you to do in their life. Well, Taylor and I, we go to Habaneros. Now, what you must understand about me is I could eat Mexican 24-7. I love Mexican food. Everything about it just sets my taste buds on fire. I love it. Well, we had a chance to encounter. We're sitting there, and of course, I, you know, I tell the waiter for the first time, oh, where did you move from? Start this long conversation. Eventually rolled around to the fact that what brought you to Jessa? said, well, I'm the new priest at the Episcopal Church, St. Paul's here in town. Priest? And then, of course, then the look comes. He looks at Taylor. He looks at me. He looks at Taylor. He looks at me. He's trying to figure out how the priest has a child. <laughs> Took him a minute, didn't it? Took him a minute, too. And then finally, when I said Episcopal, he was unfamiliar with that, obviously being Catholic. So I told him a little bit about the Episcopal Church and kind of how we do things. And he said, I'd like to come. I said, sure. I gave him the service time. He says, oh, he says, I work on Sundays. And I said, we have a Wednesday. I said, we have a Wednesday meal at 6 o'clock and then a service at 7. I said, so come and join us for this. He said, took my card and said, I will. I will. And a seat. You never know who you're going to meet during your week. You never know what kind of seed you're going to plant, what kind of information you're going to give somebody. A chance to encounter? Nah. Don't believe in them. I think God specifically puts people in our path, sometimes to feed us, sometimes for us to feed them. And what better way to invite someone than to say, you know, come on. Come on to church. Sort of a southern thing, I guess. We Episcopalians can get out of the pews and invite someone. You do realize that statistically, members of the Episcopal Church, that is, membership of the Episcopal Church, invite someone to church once every 27 years. Come on, we can do better than that. And just because you got one doesn't mean you stop for another 27 years. It's time we start planting those seeds. I already started doing it with getting the list of acolytes and LEMs and LEVs and Sunday school teachers and did just, all right, congregation, turn around and look. That was literal, that wasn't figurative. Turn around and look. See the people back there sitting in the, in the robes? It's growing. And non-robes, of course. I have to say the non-robes, of course. We're growing. People are, are realizing the spiritual gifts that they've been given. There's that seed planted. And they're participating. So now I invite each and every one of you to find a ministry within this church and plant the seed. Let that little seed grow into a shrub. 
where people feel safe and secure, where people can find a place to move and breathe and have their being. There's more to it, as I said, than Sunday morning seats in a pew for an hour. Find a place, wherever that is, and use those God-given talents and skills and abilities to make this church grow. Evangelism is not a difficult thing. It's the dreaded E word. But it's not a difficult thing. All you have to do is ask. All you have to do is plant the seed. And watch it grow. There's my challenge for you this week. It's to plant the seeds. The lists are still up in the office. As far as the ministries that we're going to get really kicked off. Your vestry is going to meet next month for, the, for a vestry retreat. And we're going to talk about goals. We're going to talk about ways that we can grow this church. Ways that we can keep the message that we bring, which is the good news of Jesus Christ. To those outside these walls. We have to be willing to plant the seed. Vestry and I are going to work very hard together to make sure that this happens, but we need your help. So we need you to talk to your Vestry members to say, what would you like? Where is St. Paul's now? Where have we been? And where do you want to see it go? What do you want to see? What is it that inspires you, gives you your passion? What is it that gets you excited about being here? Plant the seed. They and myself will need that input. So let's take this seed. If I had one, I'd get one to each one of you this morning. So figuratively, I'm going to give you each a seed today. And I want you to take that seed and plant it somewhere. In somebody else's heart. Pay it forward. Find someone that needs that seed. Plant it. Watch it grow. And then I want to hear from you about that seed. I want the congregation to hear from you about that seed. I want them to see the bountiful gifts and blessings that God will bestow here. But it's going to take each and every one of us doing it. Everything from the smallest to the tallest, the youngest to the more mature. It's going to take us all doing it. Walk with me as we walk around being Johnny Appleseed and start planting the seeds. Take time this week to look around you and see where they need to be planted. Amen.